What's up and welcome to this week's episode of How Not to Summon a Podcast. As always, I'm Shini Senpai. You really hung on that, didn't you? I did. And this week I'm joined by the guy who wants Esdef to be his mummy, Jim. Yes, please. And that guy who's definitely the Doctor's sidekick, Grayson. Yeah. And this week we are doing episode 7 to 12. It's the one with the nose. <laughs> of a Kamega kill. All the ears, to be fair. You seen the one with the massive Yeah, he's ears? definitely one yeah. of those yeah. ones in the leather yeah. pants with one augmentation. Yeah. You had me at leather pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Crawling around on all fours. Get me the towel. I'm in. <laughs> Doctor's like, Grayson, get him. <laughs> Sick of him, Grayson. <laughs> anyway, nobody knows about this yet because we haven't spoke about it. Oh. <laughs> Episode 7. The Emperor, uh, the Emperor of the Empire. The Emperor. Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> orders General Esdef of the Empire to hunt down Night Raid in exchange for what she wants. She wants a man. She wants some dick! She's started getting some flutters down below, and Esdef wants a marital suitor. She's very picky. Though. Very picky. She's horny. She's very, very horny. Well, there's only so far some flicking can get you. The Ice Queen wants <laughs> melting. <laughs> Some of us may die. What is the sacrifice? Yeah, a good hot beef injection. <laughs> good soup. Oh, no, it's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what soup are you having? Tatsumi, assuming, <laughs> assuming that a, soup. a car mate is calm and composed ever since the death of Shell, is surprised to find out that a car mate has actually been utterly devastated. She's kept it all in. She's hid the fact that she's actually sad about her friend dying. Makes sense. Like, wouldn't it be obvious as a member of that party that some people like a Kame and that are going to hide the fact that they're sad? You're gonna, everyone's going to be sad. You're not going to think, ah, she's not bothered by it. Yeah. Like, I'd instantly be like, that's a mask. But it's death. For God's exactly. sake. Of a friend. <laughs> like... No, no, no. She's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she's used to it. <laughs> I'm sure we need to explain this in a whole episode that maybe there's some feels. <laughs> well, this gives him the ambition that he wants to protect her and to stay alive himself. He doesn't want to die and upset Akame. Like, it'll make her really sad if I die. I mean, I'd be upset myself, to be honest, <laughs> if I I'm, died. I'm, I'm sad at myself. <laughs> Esdeath dispatches the three beasts, Daidara, Nayu, and Liver, an elite group of Imperial arms users to take out Prime Minister Churi and his daughter Spear from the Northern Tribe, who were political rivals against Honest. Honest is Ambassador Honest or whatever, he, whatever he's called now. Chancellor. Commissioner Honest. Chancellor. Chancellor. Chancellor Honest. Yeah. But this girl... Everyone's like, oh, she's a really good bodyguard. No, she she's not. Absolutely white. Literally has a face cut off. Yeah, she does. She gets <laughs> halfway through being her face being cut off and dies from shock. The shock, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, not blood I'm loss. about to lose my face. I'm shocked. <laughs> Isn't this the scream? <laughs> the three beasts then spread flyers to try and frame Night Raid for the murders. Yes, because just some flyers. We could... 
If you're committing those no, acts, no, 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 no. you're not going to put flyers down. You don't understand. That's a legitimate thing. <laughs> and not a just that, card. but this guy's... You, no one ever lies on a flyer. This, this guy's clearly outright against Honest. So why would Night Raid, who have been attacking powerful people close to Honest, attack somebody who's against Honest? That just wouldn't work. The flyer thing is bullshit. It should have been a calling card instead. Uh, just... just <laughs> Just one. Just yeah. one. Half in that face. <laughs> <laughs> Shaped into an origami. Not N- that type of calling card. <laughs> Cut in the face. <laughs> Nagenda sends Tatsumi and Night Raid members Bulat aboard a massive luxury liner. There, Nayu uses his Imperial Arms scream, which is a flute that weakens those that hear it with its melody. But Tatsumi, being the strong male protagonist he is, resists that sound. He is then confronted by Daidara, who uses his Imperial Arm, Belvak. The fucking dialogue in this. Did you did you take note of it? The guy playing the flute who was fiddling that that thing in his mouth. I fucking hate him. Yeah. He was like uh, uh, he gave his little monologue and then he was approaching fucking protagonist guy with a sword. And was like, I've doubled in size and now I'm gonna your ass. (laughs) I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> There's many options. Choice of words. There's many options. Dinner he, first, he left then it, we'll talk. <laughs> he left it open to interpretation. It's just a choice of words. <laughs> could go one way, could go the other. Be- Belvark is an axe that splits into two blades. Bulat intervenes at the last minute and uses his Imperial Arms in Curcio, a sealed white sword that releases... His suit of armor. We've seen it before. We don't need to describe what Incursio is. It's a suit of armor. He's a dragon armor. He literally cuts Daidara in half straight away. Bulat then recognizes Liver as his former general of the Imperial Police. <gasps> Funny thing is, the episode before, we'd had a whole thing, whole spiel from him about how he left because his old he general. his general. Yeah, his general had been captured by the Empire because he'd honest. been. Yeah. He didn't like Honest. Yeah, so they basically threw him in prison. And then the next thing is, he's with Well, Bulat thought that, he, that Honest had had him killed. Yeah. And didn't know he was Stop still alive. Syndrome at its finest. I would for his death too. <laughs> if, she, <laughs> if I was in prison and she came up and went, I see potential in you, you'd want to join me, I'd be like, absolutely, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not turning me into one of those fucking doctor's things, I'm good. I'm good. You have me a do you She want. gives me an imperial, <laughs> ar- <laughs> imperial arm and I'm like, do you know what? This isn't bad, this. <laughs> she had me a do you. <laughs> Are we going to episode eight? Liver uses his imperial arm, ma- uh, marine, marine, a ring that controls any form of liquid in which Bulat has the disadvantage due to being surrounded by the ocean. <laughs> and full of blood. <laughs> Literally, he's got to try No, <laughs> no, he can only. He, apparently, he can only control his own blood. Uh, oh. But he puts that special stuff in. Meanwhile, Tatsumi fights against Nayu, who is very quick on his feet. The little kid with the flute. Liver unleashes a special attack, which causes Bulat and Liver's Imperial arms to wear out due to critical damage. They both just overheat, basically. It was After the water the, swords, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah. both of them launched like massive attacks at each other, and then they're both like, "You're tired." No, you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. 
I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> you how, right did you, well. how did you know? <laughs> Let's both talk for a bit. <laughs> Let's all recover our energy through talking. After Bulat turns down Liver's offer to join Esdeath's army, Bulat and Liver engage in a sword fight to the finish because they're so tired they can't use special moves anymore. Bulat manages to mortally wound Liver, who dies but not before revealing that he injected himself with a poison and then speared Bulat with, with his, his blood, blood poison, which has poisoned Bulat. Too many times he said poison in that whole sentence, right? <laughs> there was a lot of poisoning going on. I think about seven people got poisoned then. As Nayu, <laughs> used, as Nayu uses Scream to bulk up his body, Bulat entrusts Incursio to Tatsumi, who successfully activates it and... I partners up with bit. it. I hated this. And bit. kills Nayu with one punch. <laughs> it was one punch. There were like four different animes going on right now. <laughs> Kept calling him fucking bro. And, all and then he got brilliant. punched in the face and then got some speech about if you don't believe in you, believe in the you that I believe in. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no one else fucking hear it? I heard it. And I enjoyed it to hell. <laughs> and as Bulat died, he went, that's the dandy way, baby. That's he died. <laughs> <laughs> He's living Unfortunately the dandy for Bulat, he succumbs to his poison wounds and Tatsumi sorrowfully mourns his death. I did like the little fucking speech you gave at the end, though. That was cool. Mm. The, I know you want me to be strong, but right now, I'm just going to cry a bit for you. <laughs> I was like, you soppy prat. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, fair. Fair. It was really well done. I enjoyed yeah. the last bit. I still think that Bulat should have fell back just going, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> baby. Boobies, baby. <laughs> and then fell off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist, he comes back. He's now working for Esda. As a fish. <laughs> As a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Only good on water. <laughs> a bullet fish. Episode nine. Oh, imagine Bula's face on a fish with the hair. <laughs> with a pompadour. <laughs> with a pompadour. As Mine has her arm fully recovered, she sees Tatsumi and Night Raid member Lubok doing push-ups with Akame and Leon on their backs. He's bulking up. He's pumping up. He's getting stronger. He's got to learn how to use Incursio armor. He's getting swole. He's getting swole. Nagenda assigns Akame as temporary leader before planning to leave to recruit some new members. Meanwhile, the Jaegers, Wave, Kurame, Seriu, Dr. Stylish. Everybody loves Dr. Stylish. Everybody loves Dr. Stylish. Wave, Kurame, Seriu, Dr. Stylish. Yeah. Run. One of these things. Run. And bolts. 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 Assemble as they have been recruited as Esdeath's Jaegers. Jaegers. She introduces herself to them all as the leader of the group and tells them all that their mission is to hunt down the enemies of the Empire. Night Raid. Wait, is this them lot in the room again? Yeah. Fight yes. And then she smashes her face in. Do you love that bit where he's just sat there? He's like, oh my God, this guy. He's well, a the only stone person... cold killer. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm ever sorry. so, I'm really shy I'm ever so <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> no, uh, the only person who lands a hit on Esdeath, sort of, was the girl with the Kurame's sister, sort of, yeah. Kurame. Kurame. Yeah. Her little sister. Well, she, I say land a hit, she slashes the mask off her face. I think she punches her, doesn't she? No. No, she cuts her mask cuts off her, her mask sword. Off. What a shattered. Punches the... it and then it Oh, mate, oh, I don't know. Force. I thought she sword attacked. I don't know. Nobody's punching it, Steph, in the face. <laughs> Not when James is around. <laughs> <With> my cock! <laughs> Lubok invites Tatsumi and Leon into his, into his library. 
where he explains that Nanjia was disguised, uh, yes, was disguised as friends with Esdeath, uh, and they worked together in the army. Oh, this was an Engia, isn't it? Like yeah, Engia. so we find we find out basically Engia was literally partners with Esdeath in the army, and then when she saw how fucking cruel Esdeath was and mental, uh, she was like, "I can't, I can't do it. This person is fucking lunatic." Would it put you off as her partner? Yes. If she gets massacred an entire village in front of you, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> you wouldn't sleep, would you? Not with her in the room. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> not. For two reasons. <laughs> that means two things. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> you won't last long, but you'd have a good time. You're not around for a long time, but it's a good time. Esdeath arranges a tournament to find somebody who can wield the scissor blades that belong to Shell, and also to secretly find her marital suitor in the process. Tatsumi enters the tournament under the guise of a blacksmith. After Tatsumi flawlessly kills a bullheaded opponent in the arena and wins the tournament... I didn't know he won. Strange, right? I didn't know he won. Oh, yeah, he won the tournament. Oh, he won the tournament. Okay. Esdeath strangely becomes right? infatuated with his proudness. We never saw any bullheaded people until that point, and then I don't think we ever see them ever again. No. They're about Minotaur men. That's the thing. <laughs> Bull men. <laughs> <laughs> Minotaur men. Minotaur men. I'm pretty sure they're just Minotaurs, aren't no. they? <laughs> no, no. Because they, they can be male or female. I have mixed feelings about Minotaur women. Nah, what about all the others? What about all the others? Jesus, he's oh geez. the Minotaur them's it's <laughs> uh, two S at the front now. Have you not? Have you seen LGBTQ plus S S S? They got and I don't think it's the S S S, mate. Something tells something tells me you've gone down the wrong path there. I was watching something on History Channel, so it might have been that. <laughs> so, oh, he's drinking and everything. <laughs> so basically, Tatsumi flashes Esdeath a bit of a smile, and she falls in love with him. Because she was looking for somebody with a cheeky smile. As she approaches him, she shackles him and takes him inside her palace. A Carmelion mine and Lubok. Night Raid discuss whether or not they should rescue Tatsumi. We're going to episode 10. The fact is... <laughs> When he said SS, I didn't think he meant that SS. I thought you he went meant like SS. <laughs> I thought he meant the SS and I was like, hey. I said Anne, my brain went to Anne. Yeah, his. <laughs> mm. The blonde blue haired one didn't. <laughs> yeah. Nine. <laughs> Hail Hydra. <laughs> <sighs> so close. <laughs> James is the only one left red-faced in this. <laughs> Esdeath and the Jaegers raid and destroy a fortress of bandits, and Tatsumi is forced to watch them from a distance. He basically he's like Esdeath's little pet boy now at the minute, so he's just standing next to her. Later, as Esdeath tries to get intimate with Tatsumi, in her bedroom, Tatsumi resists the temptation and tries to convince her to join his side. Thank you for this scene. 
It's a great scene. It's a, it's a, it was it's, necessary. <laughs> it was necessary. It was. It Sorry, felt you like watch it together. It Remember. felt like they pumped a lot of money into the animation. It pumped of this a lot scene. of things into something. <laughs> Someone was pumping. It was a good scene. Thank you. <laughs> How did he resist? I wouldn't have. <laughs> I've been like, cool. Because he's like, oh, probably a black widow. <laughs> probably a pun. I'm going to lose my head here. Praying Mantis star. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Worth well, it. As long as I lose my other head first. <laughs> She'll freeze it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, However, she slaps him. She slaps him. That's my kink. I'm cold. <laughs> there was a bit of interest there as well, wasn't there? In that. She, she slaps him, saying that she will never change for him, despite his debate that the Empire is corrupt. Thing is, she goes into this big old spiel about power is everything. Being the, the most powerful person in the room means that you should control everything. I've said that, I think I said this to you. Chancellor we Honest. Why didn't he just turn around to her and go, then take over? Yeah. You are the strongest person in this entire fucking place. Fuck Honest and the, the fake don't. child king. Yeah, the fuck the child king. Is that not <laughs> how you get a promotion? <laughs> <laughs> on ITV, you do. No. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Jim? <laughs> Recent developments. <laughs> that was a hot one on the Schofield scale. <laughs> the Schofield scale. <laughs> My brother posted a joke about that. Did he? <laughs> did. Um, I'll tell you it later. It's a bit inappropriate. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, it's a bit inappropriate. <laughs> uh, for, uh, <laughs> we can talk about the SS. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> So basically, he should have just turned around to Esdeath and gone, just take over and I will help you and we can make a better place. So you wanted him to become the emperor all of a sudden? Absolutely. Sit by her side at the top. Unlimited power. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, if I can get there just by riding that rail, I will. Something, something. Dark yeah. side. <laughs> right? I mean, he literally has a chance to get to the top without really doing anything. Are just because she fancies him. Are we on about something well, different? I'm just, well, just saying. Should have, should have, I would have proposed that deal to I mean, him. I would have just stayed there. I'd have been like, you get some if you kill Honest. <laughs> what? Well, and that's know. why he's the bad guy. <laughs> he's got a point. <laughs> the next day, Esdeath assigns Tatsumi and Wave to the west part of the mountains. Uh, we, we meet Wave a little bit earlier. Um, nice guy from a local fishing town outside of the Empire. He's literally the opposite of our guy Tatsumi. Isn't he? The problem is, all these people are somewhat nice. Yeah. And that's what and they, they try to show with this whole thing where he goes and is with the Jaegers, isn't This he, is a really? great arc. The, the bit where he spends some time with the enemy is a great arc. Because you actually get background and story and actually these well, people are that's not... That's the point, isn't it? It's normal people aren't fighting wars. You're, you're fighting for something you don't believe in. You're doing it because you are... Aligned. Well, they're, they're doing it because they believe it's the right thing to do without really knowing, without really looking any further into it. Like, these people have been called in from outside of the Empire to help the Empire because they think that's the right thing to do. I mean, Bowles doesn't, like though. You remember? Works. You, you know the executioner guy, the <coughs> uh, fire squad guy? Yeah. He's like, no, I know 
I'm evil. Yeah, but he's been trained and trained and trained and done the bad stuff from yeah. the beginning. But that doesn't make him a bad person. No. Because he still has a wife and kids. He's got a wife and kids. And, that's and, the, yeah, that's the strangest bit. perspective. Yeah, it is. It is. Tatsumi uses Incursio to escape into the forest. And then we see that Wave uses his Imperial Arms, Grand Chariot, which is basically Incursio Better. Mark II. Yeah. That one with the big glass thing around yeah. the back. Yeah, because yeah. okay. Incursio is the prototype. Mm-hmm. And he goes after Tatsumi. After Tatsumi manages to swiftly run away, he encounters a jackalo. Akame kills the jackalo. How did they know it was a jackalo? Did he even say? No. Does anybody ever say that's a jackalo? Okay, apparently it's a jackalo. While Lubok takes Tatsumi and Akame back into the mountains again. At the palace, Esdeath punishes Wave brick by brick for allowing Tatsumi to escape. Poor old Wave. Yet Esdeath is still determined to get Tatsumi back. At the library, Tatsumi tells Akame, Leon, Mine and Lubok about Esdeath and the Jaegers and what they're planning to do. And we go into episode 11. Dr. Stylish and his team of stylish. Good old Dr. Stylish. Dr. Stylish and Team Stylish. Team Stylish? Yes, it is. Team Stylish. <laughs> Hannah. I, think I missed that. Yeah. He's, they've all That's got names. That's a new name for this podcast now. They, team they've team all got, Stylish. They've all got names. Yeah, they've got all got Hannah, names. Hannah, Kaku, me, Mimi, Toby, and Truma. Team they, they find and attack the hideout of Night Raid. Tatsumi struggles to fight Kaku who is in possession of Shell's Extase, the scissors. But Mine steps in and uses Pumpkin to blast him to pieces. Meanwhile, Akame battles Toby, whose mechanical body is equipped with guns and swords. I say battles. Toby knows that he's, he's going not going to win this fucking fight. She's cutting him up into pieces. Lubok uses his Imperial Arms, Crosstail, a reel of strings that can be manipulated to form a spear and stab Toby in the chest. From he cheap shots Toby, by the way. Even though Toby was going to lose anyway, cheap shots him. Fair. Truma tries to attack mine from behind, but Leon intercepts with a surprise attack and kills him with a single blow. Dr. Stylish's foot soldiers surround Tatsumi, Akame, Leon, Mine, and Lubok. And all but Tatsumi are afflicted by Dr. Stylish's paralytic poison injected into the foot soldiers. Luckily for the group, Nangenda rides in on an air mantra and dispatches Susano, who easily defeats the foot soldiers because he is a, um, what's it called? Organic weapon. Imperial arms. He's an, he is a walking imperial arms. With real bad women. Like the dog, but a guy. With bad OCD. And he has OCD. Soon after, Dr. Stylish injects himself with a vial that transforms him into a danger beast. Or Does it, it looks like he's just plopped him himself into the neck. Yes. Because it's completely there, right? separate yeah. from him. It's yeah. just a hench body that's massive. And, it, and then he's in the neck. Really teeny tiny head. He also consumes Hannah, me and Mimi to become stronger. After Susano is unable to attack, Tatsumi, Akame, and Mine work together to kill Dr. Stylish's human body that is inside the neck of the danger beast. We go You'd to be with Dr. 12. Stylish. 
What? You would be with Dr. Stylish. You'd be one of those ones. I'm wherever. I'm I'd wherever be a Jaegerist, I think. I'm I wherever feel, bullet is. I feel like I would. You, Yeah, you'd definitely be a Jaeger. You're going to be like part of the execution squad. I feel like I'd know exactly what's going on in the Empire, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to. I'm good. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to. Winning side, easy life. I'm, not <laughs> I'm still working on. Uh, <laughs> Me. I'm still, I'm still working on my side. <laughs> All of a sudden, the masks fade for one minute. I'm working on me. Episode 12. Tatsumi, Akame, Leon, Mine, and Lubok are introduced to the two new members, Chelsea and Susano. Love Chelsea. Great character. Yes. Legenda's newest recruits and humanoid Imperial Arms. Are they both organic Imperial Arms? No. No, I didn't think they were. Chelsea isn't. Meanwhile, Esdeath... Comforts Seriu over the death of Dr. Stylish. Seriu is obviously the girl with the dog. Mm-hmm. She's lost the two most important people in her life. And you again, you see that other side of the coin. Yeah, I did like her little fight earlier. That was fucking cool. When you see her popping off with a new gun. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When they're attacking the village and that. Yeah. Cool. And the dog kept like pulling her arm yeah. to transform it and shit. Yeah. Attaching yeah, new attachments cool. to yeah, her arm. Very cool. Tatsumi and Leon take out a horde of Margdons in what? the forest. Margdons. Those mini velociraptors. Yeah, the fit, that's the one that flies in Power Rangers. <laughs> Chelsea uses her Imperial Arms Gaia Foundation. A cosmetic box that allows her to take on any appearance to change into things like a cat, a cat, uh, anybody, anything. Yeah, she can change she into can... anything with her cosmetic box. The Mastodon does not fly in Power Rangers. <laughs> Chelsea later berates Night Raid for being incompetent, mentioning the deaths of Shell and Bulat. Saying that they were not good fighters. If they died, then they weren't good enough. Mine convinces Tatsumi and Lubok to teach Chelsea a lesson for what she said. And Lubok comes up with the idea that Tatsumi should sneak up on Chelsea while she's in the bath. Pour cold water on her. In the hot springs and pour cold water on her. Oh no, I couldn't That'll possibly. Get her back. I couldn't possibly be the one to do it. I'm going to do it. Fine. <laughs> He's going to do You've it. Twisted me arm. <laughs> it turns out that Chelsea used Gaia Foundation to take on the appearance of Susano to confuse Tatsumi when he tries to do this. She reveals to be the only survivor of her former team that was massacred in the past, hence why she berated Night Raid in the first place. She doesn't want them to make the same mistakes as the party before her. What, dying? And it makes sense. And you're like, I can see why you'd be pissy about it all. Yeah, I could see that. There'd be that reason of being piffy. 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 Mm. Oh, piffy. Elsewhere, Esdeath is told by Run about a list of lookalikes of Tatsumi. But she declares that there's only one Tatsumi whom she loves. And that's how we end. Final thoughts on 12 episodes so far? It really slowed down a bit for a couple of episodes, but I liked the complete never, changing arc of him going with bad, them. Though, did it? No. It slowed down and changed its pace, but it did so quite well. We can tell you that we're going to watch the end of it. I love, <laughs> I love the conflict. Yep. Of emotion you have when you meet the other the bad guys, and yeah. you're like, these aren't bad guys. You like, actually enjoy watching what they're doing because I love that arc yeah. where he spends literally two episodes with them, yeah. and I was like, they've given them fucking character, mm. and now you kind of don't want to see him get. Killed, and he's conflicted, but as you well. also don't want to see them kill our guys, and yeah. it's like 
fuck? Because Tatsumi <laughs> says he's conflicted. Yeah. Like, he should hate these people, but actually, you know, Wave's just a guy. I mean, you're making... He's going to be your best friend, right? If you're in the Gagas, you and Wave are going to be buddies. Yeah, Like, 100%. he's the guy you're hanging out with all the time. Yeah, well, they, they've made him the Tatsumi of their group. Yes, absolutely. And they've... <laughs> Yeah, Literally, they've done it so obviously. Like they've like. even given him the same sort of armor and everything. But that's why they've done it. This is the guy from the other side because he even says like, "Oh, they're a bunch of thugs and raiders and that." He doesn't actually know. They've all been brainwashed that. to think that they're doing the right well, thing. Well, I don't even think he's been brainwashed. He's just been told it's the propaganda, it's isn't it? Of selective history and propaganda, isn't it? It's the way you spin a story, and they get told by their people the way that it is yeah and you can't if you're on that side you can't turn around and go well i'm gonna go and speak to them no because as far as you're aware they'll kill you on sight and the thing (laughs) is though um do you think wave would change if he knew who was inside the armor well this this is this is the problem isn't it but I don't think they solidified a good enough relationship between him and tatsumi for wave to change not yet if that yeah but if they had of had him stay with them a little bit longer and then had him and Wave hang out a lot more, then it would have meant more. They'll have the real conflict of like yeah. Wave would think, well, these, this is not a bad guy. Yeah. And I know this it? guy. I've spent weeks with this guy. So why is he doing it? That so would be, be the Yeah, reason, there must yeah. be a reason. And that then leads to the possibility of actual dialogue between yeah. the two of them where Wave is then. It would make a nice change from the normal bad guy, good guy dialogue. Yeah. Make a really good it's already a nice change tape. that the, the bad guys aren't that bad because yeah. every show you watch it's always the, the, it's always they are evil it's very obvious yeah, yeah but even like the justice girl you're like god she's mental because she is but like she's lost hung... everyone that she's ever cared but about yeah that's the thing right <laughs> yeah but she sees revenge as justice yes because it, it's a perspective thing again yeah again she's seeing like uh, Captain Ogre who she lost to Night Tatsumi, Raid. but she doesn't even know Tatsumi no. is the one that killed him. But she knows that Night Raid did it, yeah. so she's already got bad blood with them as well. But then also now Dr. Stylus, the only other person in her life that actually helped her in that, is dead as well. Yep. So she's The lost. guy that gave her arms back. Yeah, <laughs> gave her pretty much everything. So yeah. now you can see why she's like that. But then I think that's the same with almost all of them. But then also we have the other side of it where it's Kurame. The sister like, to Akame. You yeah. talk about him and she's like, good, I can't wait to see her. So I can kill her. Which is, uh, we don't get their arc and actually why that's all like that it's in this first 12. Yeah, yeah. It comes later on. I mean, there's, Ooh, there's not... Oh, a cat. There's not much... Hey, honey. There's not much you would change. To be honest, no. Uh, I, I like, change. No, normally, we come no. in with some heavy fixes. I but would change one thing. Bullet can't die. Bullet can't die. Yeah, no. Problem is, this show sets you up to like all the characters and then will devastate you at the end. I oh, know, but I really liked him. Yeah, you're, but you're, that's also what makes it a good show. You're in the wrong not, show if you want them all to live. No, no. You, you're not getting. I don't care about the rest of them. Even the protagonist, <laughs> main guy can die. Don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, I needed to live. No, he did. I just yeah, he did. He had to <laughs> that die. That no, needed to go on. The whole point is, he's bro <laughs> from fucking Gurren Lagan. He's the one that inspires the main character. 
Yeah. And that's what happens. It's the same as Bremen Gurren Inspires the main character to go on and be It makes it a good be show better. that you do lose people that you start to like character-wise. Yeah. It makes sense. Because I like Shell. Yeah. I really uh, like Shell's character. And that she guy, dies in the first six. Yeah. She got yeah. killed in the first six bloody episodes. So, yeah, I mean, heavy fix-wise, apart from maybe I'd have Tatsumi spend uh, a little bit more time with the bad guys. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a bit of... But you wouldn't take anything out. No, there's a bit of time that no, feels wasted mm. around seven to nine that I would reuse to have more time with him behind the enemy lines. Yeah. That's probably the only thing I would change, though. Yeah, probably a little bit more interaction where he tries to infiltrate him, just Just to the point where when he gets back to Night Raid, He's he actually turns around to them all and goes, they're not that bad. But, and then Night Raid are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. They're literally killing us. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I've actually spent time with them and they're just confused. They're just, I, I think we could convince well, them he could, to come Yeah, over. he could change the whole team's tactic from killing, killing. everything to trying to educate everything. I think and become we see a that, though, with defensive a group rather than an offensive group. Switch from guerrilla warfare. But yeah, that, to I mean that's all I'd add. Yeah, is yeah, just that. T- I liked watching him spend time with the enemy. That was what made it good. So I would have just extended that a little bit. Yeah. So ratings for the first twelve episodes. I'll go first. Eight point seven. Seven's very specific. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't want to go too far to nine. But nine is. Figures up. Nine's pushing it too far, but actually, I've got no real problems with no, it too much. No. But it's not incredible, unbelievable level. If I'm you know what I mean. Very much the same. So seven and a half. There's nothing wrong with this show, but there's a few things in it that are just from everywhere else. Yes. Yeah. There's, no, there's a yeah. lot of original ideas, but. There's so many not original ideas that it, it becomes a bit samey. Yeah, no, to yeah. the point where you can turn around and go, that character is exactly like so-and-so, yeah. and that character is like so-and-so. I get that. Yeah, yeah there's a bit of, of regurgitation. And yeah. some of the, the relationships are the, the same. The story is brand new. Yes. The characters are a little bit regurgitated. They're a bit tropey. Mm. But that's fine, because it balances itself out. It does, because and it's the worth the watch. So it's yeah. worth the watch, regardless. I, I would go with an eight. So... A Kamega kill gets a summoning boys eight out of ten. Very nice. Uh, I remember, I was nine years old. I had an awakening at that point. On that note, <laughs> oh god, it's on the. <laughs> Good job on being edited. Good job on editing this one. It's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we do the Pokemon movie Mewtwo Returns. Give me the finger. <laughs> We're going back to Pokemon, guys. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast, or go to our website at HowNotToSummon.com where you can find all our links. Mainly hit us up on Facebook, guys. We answer all the time. I've been Shini Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later, guys. See ya. Tura. It was an awakening, but seriously. <laughs>
知りたくない